0: You're listening to the Totally Buzz UK podcast, and welcome to another Totally Buzz UK podcast—the podcast that talks about weird stories from around the web that you may have missed. In association with www.totallybuzz.co.uk, I'm your host, Laura. And this week, I'm joined by my bingeable pal, it's co-host Kaylee.
1: You totally didn't come up with that nickname in the last 30 seconds.
0: I don't know what you're talking about. I think you like to binge stuff with me. Food and TV shows, nothing inappropriate. And you also are very bingeable yourself because you're just so lovable. Anyway, you in a good mood? Are you ready to get buzzed with the weird stories? I am. Let's go. Okay, just to sum up, if you are new to the podcast, basically I have three stories that I think deserve more attention because they're just so weird. They're just so wonderful and they may enlighten you and put a little pepper in your step for the working week. Kaylee knows nothing about what we're going to talk about. We're going to have a little bit of ban about them, discuss them, think about why they're weird, talk about and share what they remind us of and fun anecdotes like that. And then before we end, Kaylee will be like, here's a TikTok spotlight where she highlights a TikTok that she thinks you need to go and watch. Let's get to it, because that's what like we'd like to do on this podcast, get straight down to it. Story one is from MLive.com, which I assume the M stands for Michigan, because it's a Michigan story. But I was just so amused by this. It's a very short story, basically. reportedly according to the MLive, a woman was stopped after police suspected of operating a vehicle while intoxicated, which apparently is an OWI in Michigan, oh. DWI, or DUI, because it'd be a DUI in the UK. But it's says an OWI, because I was like, what's an OWI? I did at first misread the headline as something about owls, and then I went down a rabbit hole in my mind, because also owls being the exams they have in Harry Potter, and I was like, oh, nothing to do oh, with that. Yeah, you really
1: went didn't you?
0: Yeah, yeah, my mind went a thousand seconds when I read this story. But anyway, an OWI is about driving under the influence, which is really, really bad, or intoxicated even. Really, really bad. So, anyway, so during the traffic stop, she called her friend. Apparently, this is okay. what this is. A friend arrived and then was arrested for the same thing.
1: Right, okay.
0: Because according to the article, it says the police said both friends had been drinking together earlier while playing trivia. And I, I've never heard such a weird story. Playing at trivia. Yeah, because we can go into this. First fact, if you've been sort of drinking and you sort of like have enough system, you assume the people that you may have been drinking with are not the best people to call to come bail you out. Yeah. I wouldn't imagine like, oh, I've had a few. Who did I drink with? Who was my buddy? But then maybe
1: maybe it's one of those situations where the family are so disgraced by your drinking and the only person you can rely on is your drinking friend. That is true. That could be that could, they could be just each other's like
0: ride or dies there. They're only yeah. ones. That's true. Ride or die is a horrible choice of words given the story. I've just realized that. But I guess the other thing is maybe they weren't that much over the limit and they thought their
1: friend drunk less, is the only thing yeah, I could say. Maybe. I don't know, they just sound really dumb.
0: It doesn't sound the great it doesn't sound like their best moment, but they were apparently reportedly at least tested intoxicated so you could probably understand why they weren't ha- at their uh, sharpest mm. we have to touch on the fact they were playing trivia as the reason they were drinking <laughs> such a nice wholesome night really turned into a criminal arrest you wouldn't have seen that coming while playing trivia
1: <laughs> they're, they're very clever but they're also very dumb
0: well it did say they were doing good at trivia so maybe that's why they were they gave <laughs> up and tend to drink because they were doing bad at trivia
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: just like I know none of the answers oh past the God. bottle are you a big fan of trivia because I know you liked I, liked, I think you like you like trivia games so when we say trivia it's like quiz stuff trivia is just facts of knowledge and quizzes yeah which you know yeah. Tony Buzz had a quiz not that long ago guys go check out yeah. Kaylee's performance <laughs>
1: it's terrible especially when I asked the question is it a man or a woman playing against her and Dennis it <laughs> anyway. could have it could have been yeah it was It could, I guess the argument is you could have
0: thought her last match was a mixed doubles and you were just like being too smart for your own good but I just had a feeling you were like I don't really know how tennis works nor do I, I, I know care how for it
1: works let's be honest yeah trivia wise I, I quite enjoy trivia but I think it's more I like knowing unique facts like I always like to be the person in the group that's like ah I know this one obscure thing You know, I don't know. I just like picking up random bits of information. You're basically the person that, as a person who writes a lot of
0: quizzes, loves... I'll say this from my perspective, as in you write a question and you always get that. how is anyone supposed to know that? That's not common knowledge. And then you'll be sat there going, actually, I think you'll find the answer is. And then I look at you like, that's correct. And also justify my questions. How dare you question the quiz master? Exactly. It's it's that sort of energy. I was going to say, is there any particular trivia games you like or you just any old quiz? Dural
1: pursuit? I mean, I'm not trying to like, you know, we ain't got a sponsor, but at Christmas, me and my family like to play the logo game. I don't know if you've ever played it.
0: you asked me, I feel like you brought this logo game up before because you loved it so much. <laughs>
1: it is, it's very good. So We have volume one and two. Some of the questions now are quite outdated, so it's just like you wouldn't get the answer. It the um,
0: they've changed logos, the company. Like,
1: no, it's not all to do with logos, though. Like, oh, the there's end-
0: questions about the companies that the logos are associated with.
1: Yeah, or like yeah. you'll get potluck and things like that, and it'll just say about the company. It won't actually tell you what the company is and all this sort of stuff. It is a lot more difficult because like, literally we had a friend come around to my brother's house and he was like oh well this this will be easy as anything and like he really struggled because you just you don't expect it to be as difficult as it is
0: the idea that I was thinking I could easily do the logo game because I've got a photographic memory and I see a lot of logos and I'm good at that
1: it's not just what is this logo it's nothing like that like, I know but now the company
0: but now you were saying that I can get the logo and I'm like do I know enough trivia about
1: companies and I'm like I do listen to a lot of business podcasts yeah, and the thing is it's a game that like it can take a while to finish like it, it's very in depth. Wait, what like, What do you
0: need to do to win
1: then if it takes a while? In my head I'm predicting so, Monopoly length. So you have a board and pieces and everything. There's no dice so you all start on the starter mark and then on the question cards there's like colours for each question and then you basically jump to that colour oh. if you get it right and so basically like you have a card each card has four questions on it and so like you could go and get purple right the next one right and then you jump to those colours and then if you get the next one wrong it then goes back to the other two team or the other person and you put the card back and then pick another card but people okay. can take you and like things it it does take a lot longer than you would expect but yeah it's very good I'd recommend
0: I mean this is going to lead into my next story uh, next part Ooh. before we move on from this story sorry calm down is that people drink while they play trivia yeah would you mm-hmm. say your performance is enhanced when you're playing this logo game while under the influence, or do you just think you're doing better because I find if, if I want to win a game right I won't drink because I, I don't want I to think win. it's about
1: the same either way it, it
0: depends on the, I guess it depends on the mood. If it's like, it's all casual and, you know, fun and games. You could, like, like Jackbox. I don't mind drinking while we play Jackbox. I yeah. don't mind losing because it's like, it's not a game where... Yeah, while we play Jackbox. No. (laughs) Always sober while we played Jackpot.
1: To be fair, on Christmas Day, I like sort of went for a half drunken nap and I woke up and heard them playing the logo game and they were like, oh, this is really difficult. And I was like, I know the answer.
0: Are you trying to say if you're half drunk, you're fine with your trivia? But I was going to say, that's the, I guess it's the vibe. I was going to say, do you feel like you might be thinking you're doing better when you're drinking than you actually are, which is why the trivia seems funner?
1: isn't it? Because it's like you don't know.
0: Yeah, because I imagine there's a certain part that, depending on how much I drink, I would generally feel like I'm like I'm the smartest person in the world I've got all of this and my confidence would be through the roof on trivia but in hindsight okay don't tell the people that I'm trying to come across as likeable but um the I feel like if I was drinking I would generally believe that but in reality in my head everyone else is just seeing me like she's not even saying sentences at this point to answer these trivia questions you know I just
1: have that scene from Gavin Stacey when um Smithy's doing the uh the pub quiz and like he's like oh I don't need the questions they're all up here and then he keeps like asking the same questions over and over.
0: Every answer's the same, isn't it? Isn't it like Gary Lineker or something? Yeah, like some, or something there's some joke, yeah. yeah. Which which uh, footballer was the face of Walkers in the 90s? Gary Lineker. Who won the golden boot for England in the night? Yeah, I don't know. It's something cool. like that. It's Gary Lineker, isn't it? Yeah. I think that's quite fun. To be fair, I wonder how many questions you could do. I guess it would depend, once again, how drunk your players are. If you had the same answer for every question, how many questions it would take for someone to click on that this pattern isn't going to change. And then when you decide to change it so they get it wrong. Nice. You know what I mean, though? You could have nine questions, all the answers are the same, and then you trick someone into thinking question ten will be the same answer, and that's when you switcheroo, and then they look like an idiot. Yay,
1: that's me.
0: I feel like I've just gave it an idea for an, a prank on Totally Buzz coming next Christmas. Christmas, eh? get it? Eh? Eh? Anyway, should we move on to story two? I think we should. <laughs> well, this is from the Manchi, which is Japan's national daily dailies. It's 1922, so a very elderly paper. But basically, I've gone to this paper because this story i saw trending actually on twitter like a reference to it because someone i know lives in japan and i had to go get more because i was like that can't be right it has to be like a parody piece turns out not a parody piece so kaylee on average who would you say you crave the most respect from like who who would it hurt if they said they didn't respect you just one person Correct answer! There you see, you are good at trivia. Because this is article says, a Japanese government spokesman scolded by mum for having his hands in his pocket during the Prime Minister's presser. So basically, he had his hands while he was talking to the press, you know, saying what you know what was going on. Uh-huh. And it went on YouTube and basically a lot of the comments on Twitter was like, only his attitude and he looks like he's got more attitude than the Prime Minister. Just be- It's a breach of manners just because he had his hands in his pockets while he's talking to reporters outside. Uh-huh. And basically... He then revealed that his mother had basically got him on the phone, she'd seen the online comments, and said his behaviour disgraced his parents. In his, and she ad, ad, he added that, I'm ashamed, I'm sew ashamed. So up your pockets. Thinking if you were having a very powerful job, do you feel like your mother would still have that power to make you feel so tiny? You disappointed your mother, so, how uh, are you I, feeling? Honestly,
1: I don't think my mother would care.
0: It's, I mean, it's the equivalent of what your mother would find disrespectful. I guess if you went on TV and said, I'm an orphan, she'd be pretty pissed. <laughs> the fuck would I do that? I don't know. No, you're trying to win a popularity contest. You've gone on X Factor. You've got a sob story. <laughs> no, the fuck am I on X
1: Factor? I cannot sing.
0: That's why you have the, the sob story. That's how you got on it. I
1: don't know. I don't know what I would have to do to upset my mother. Probably something that would upset me as well. And I don't think I would be doing it. So all I can say is, though, I kind of get the whole hands in the pocket thing. My hands get cold. oh so wait,
0: you're not, you don't get the the level of people being upset about it. You get the idea that you think it's fine his hands are in his pockets. Yeah, who cares? I mean, this sounds a bit weird. But when you guess, you expect such a a government. Or I don't know how important the statement was that he was making on behalf of like his position and stuff. But if they if they were like, oh, we've got to close down all this, or many lives have been lost today, and he's just got his hands back in his pocket and just casual, you know yeah, what I mean? It's
1: something very serious like that, maybe. But then I think it's one of those things where you're not really conscious that you're doing it. It is, but I just think body language says a lot. It could just be
0: nerves. Once again, everyone does weird things with their body language yeah. and nerves. But I guess it's the idea of if you expect him to be doing something really serious that it it's a big announcement. Even if it's just like, you know, today we're really excited to <laughs> announce a new bus lane we built anyway it hands in his pocket, it's like, are you really excited?
1: Yeah, but then like some people cross their arms, you know, and some and people that is rude and other people won't. So you're not a big like don't everyone on body language here? No, because I think a lot of people are very unconscious to their body language. I mean that's like, a lot of the time a lot of the time I bounce my knee. So like I'll be sat down and I'll just be like I don't know how to explain it, you sort of just shaking your knee up and down or whatever Does that make sense? It does, bouncing um, your knee Is generally what I would imagine It's
0: it's, it's like a nervous thing Yeah, so yeah.
1: I, it's not even a nervous thing I just No, but it looks like a
0: nervous thing I think a few people have it as a nervous thing It's just like, you f- it's like fidgeting But without yeah, fully but fidgeting even when I'm in
1: bed, I'll just tap my foot up and down And I don't even realise I'm really doing it It's just kind of like, I suppose it's like Sucking your thumb, it's a comfort thing And it's yeah. not even like I need to be comforted It's just a thing, you know That's going to be the,
0: great if a government minister when announcing something just went on TV, started sucking their farm, that would generally get a <laughs> <vlog>. <laughs> I mean-
1: Somebody I know I can't remember I think it was my neighbour was saying about somebody they knew they um they were in a car with them or something and when they were stuck like a light or whatever they started sucking their thumb they've done it all their life and they're like in their fifties and they still do it that would freak me out a little bit I mean I don't want to judge and I want them to get through whatever difficult situation
0: they're through but it would freak me out if I didn't know that for beforehand and they just started sucking their thumb yeah but some people do it's just a no I know that. I know that I get the but thing what I'm but it just would is... surprise me because if you if we were driving out and about and you just started sucking your thumb I'd be like what the f-? yeah do you know like
1: Sometimes I unconsciously eat With my mouth open And it's not that I'm being rude Because obviously If I'm conscious of it I don't do it But I sometimes I unconsciously do it Or I'll chew gum really loud Without realising Until somebody says something Yeah you do You do chew gum really loud really Yes, does. But unless somebody says something I'm not aware of it I'm not consciously doing it
0: Okay This is on the subject That you just reminded me This is weird Weird thing. Do you sometimes think That people's uncomfortableness Is on them Rather than the person doing it What do you mean? So say I get annoyed Because you chew gum really loudly yeah. It's more of a me problem it is a you problem
1: um. I suppose it's it's a fault on both parts. I mean, it dep- like I said, it depends on which it habit annoying you like to be. I me, mean, it-, it just sounds like an irritability thing on the other person's part. But, I mean, there are certain things that annoy me. I remember being in a class at university and there were some guys that had been held back a year or whatever. And they were, like, doing their classes over again. And there was this one guy and he... Oh, and uh, there's, a, there's a few blokes that do it. And I don't know why, but it's a thing. And they do this snort thing where they're like, like that. And I'm like, oh my God, I just want to knock Come out, and I just and like seriously, sometimes I just want to turn around and be like, Do you want a tissue? and then they just turn around and be like, No, and I'm like please stop doing that. And it's a thing, you know, and it really does anger me. And I don't know why it angers me, but it does a little different because that's just yucky. But I get, I guess it's the argument
0: if it was just someone with their hands in their pocket, I don't think you have the right to have go again. again, get, I get look, like, again, it is a government minister in a position of power, in Japan, so I kind of understand why there's a bit more of a debate. But it's not or... like he was
1: mooning people,
0: you know what I'm saying? Once again, stop making these political, like, you're making the UK politics scene seem like there's random shit going on as your example it's not like he was mooning has there been a politician who's gone today i'd like to announce and then just like put my ass and then <laughs> pull down their
1: pants i mean maybe one day let's hope for it well, i mean you look at boris johnson and the idiot things he's done you know but we just kind of like eh, this boris i get to be fair i am picturing that time a lot of the time stuff where he like
0: aggressively tackled a child it's more when he was london mayor though so it's like the lower down i'm
1: just picturing him in that harness with the two flags that's also
0: yeah where (laughs) where my head went
1: i mean it's not rude but you don't expect your prime minister to be doing that sort of thing but also
0: not in like an unnatural thing he he knew what that was going to look like he chose to go (laughs) off on
1: the harness I mean, all. I just think I just think he's, like, more of a showman than anything else. More of a showman. That's a very politically positive spin to put on it. But
0: it's more the little things. I guess it's the idea if he came out and it was, like, announcing really bad news and then he had a smirk on his face, that would anger Do exactly. You know what I mean? That's
1: rude. Or, like, imagine you start whistling, like, after you've... Been like, oh, 50,000 people have died in a tragic accident. You know, <laughs>
0: such a weird whistle to do at the end, not even just a whistle, just a single whistle, just like happy tune. I can't whistle, we both know this. I guess it's whether you argue it's just all nerves and coping mechanisms. I guess that's what people would argue these days. Not even these days, just in general, because it's like if you have to break really bad news to someone. Sometimes people laugh when they get told bad news and vice versa, like a weird...
1: Yeah, but I've been in a situation before where, like, i really desperately needed to, like, blow my nose. And it's in, really a, in a, it's in a situation where, like, you just really, like, it's one of those really quiet situations where, like, you don't want to make any noise. It's like when you're in, ex- in an exam and somebody's coughing their heart up and you can so tell they don't want to cough again. Yeah, they're trying to hold it in and they're getting redder and redder and they're like... <laughs> Yeah, like I, am so desperate to like blow my nose, but I know if I do it, I'm gonna like look rude. Yeah, I get but that. Like, like again, putting your hands in your pocket,
0: not the same thing. But anyway, moving away from the pocket scandal that was, let's let's end on a wonderful story cause that I saw in Somerset Live, and I say a wonderful story. Kaylee, how's your Mandarin? I thought you meant the fruit then. <laughs> Right. That that pretty much is the perfect answer for what this story is. So (laughs) so anyway, um, there's a Somerset toddler who's been accepted to Mensa at just three years old. So he taught himself to read this toddler at the age of like two. And he's seen as having a really high IQ. They got him like thing, but he can he's learned how to count up to 100 in Mandarin after learning to read and, you know, all that stuff yeah uh, and all that stuff that he probably shouldn't be able to do at his age at 20 just 26 months he was able to fluently read a book to his parents wow so that is a lot it says that he's he's now four but he first taught himself to read during the coronavirus lockdown a real positive story for the lockdown there you don't get many of them he really put his time to good use apparently his iq are once being tested like with mensa and stuff He's apparently it sat in the ninety nine point five percentile for IQ. So yeah. good on you. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say,
1: does it make you feel like maybe you should learn Mandarin, learn some more languages? <laughs> I get what you mean by the fruit now. <laughs> to be honest with you, and I've said this several times. When I was at school, I wanted to learn French. Like I really wanted to learn French fluently because my aunties lived in France, and I just think the the French language is really, really beautiful. I um, love how we're different. I, if I had to pick a language
0: to learn, I'd pick something like German or Russian, something bracing.
1: So Russian. Ah. Anyway, they put me in Spanish for three years, and oh yes. How you are you what? I only know like a couple of words, maybe one phrase. Other than that, I know I know more French than I know Spanish, and I've completely blocked my Spanish out. To be honest with you, and I really wish they'd put me in French. So yeah, if I could learn another language, I definitely would learn French. Is that something that you could end up pursuing? Right? I don't know. I I. I solely believe that when you are young, it's easier to pick best, up language. It's the best time to pick up languages and music and things like that because your brain's more like a sponge. My sponge is probably dried out. <laughs> I mean... So title right there. <laughs> my sponge is right that nice. But at my, my most current workplace, there was a French man there and he was teaching me certain like phrases and stuff. A lot of them I forgot, but I've remembered one. He taught me how to say sort of like good afternoon. So it's sort of um, bon après midi, which means like medium morning, I guess. Which I guess or it's quite I'm nice prepared. to compared to bon appétit quite close yeah or bonjour bon yeah. appétit well bon um, means good doesn't it I have no idea but basically yeah. it means good <laughs> <like laughs> afternoon but it has to be said after 12 o'clock did he treat you the strict,
0: the strict rules of the French yes. etiquette um, no but no. I
1: really enjoy learning French but I just I don't know I feel like it's a bit late for me I feel Aww. like if I was to learn French I'd have to strictly do it every day for like the next six years do you feel like this toddler is going to intimidate people just how smart they are I think it already has oh you already <laughs> (laughs) Intimidating. I (laughs) (laughs) I was
0: going to say, how would you respond upon meeting a a toddler like this? Because it'd be unexpected, wouldn't you? Because I feel, right, and this might be because I don't hang out with children which is comforting to a lot of people I'm sure because that would be weird if I acted Why you would not want
1: to dress my unborn child in football gear yes
0: I, I don't want to dress that I, I would give you the outfit and let you do all the work I just want to make sure they support a good to football team it, I just
1: want to see it in football gear
0: yeah from a distance I will send you the gear now I was going to say more the fact that you know how it's a habit because it's like people that talk to their pets you have a special voice I feel yeah. like people talk to
1: kids and they're very like, oh. oh. yeah, definitely. And I There's same <laughs> an argument about people and kids with special needs, especially when they get like older. They still talk to them like children, and I, I think, think that's worse. I think mean people want to be understanding the sweet, but at the same time, they don't realise how sometimes patronising it can be, and depending yeah, on the situation. Okay. I'm going to say I always use the example of Lorenzo's oil if you've ever seen the actual movie. Spoiler alert. At the end of the movie, so this kid's basically like, I don't know if he's like special needs or he's like he's got this certain disease or whatever and basically can't really communicate. And his mum or this scientist or whoever it is, I haven't watched it in a very long time, but basically they come up with this foil, um which she gives to her child um, and it's supposed to like make him better or whatever. Anyway, so the only way he sort of can communicate with his mum is through like, well, they don't really communicate, it sort of does it through like moans and things like that and at the end she's reading him a book and he like she says something to him and he blinks in a in a certain way and she's like oh is this is this book do you want to read something a bit older and then like she's like if if you mean yes blink twice and then he does and like basically it, they learn that this oil starts to work or whatever this treatment but it's that whole aspect of this she's treating him like a child because that's all she's ever known him as because they can't communicate properly that makes sense
0: yeah it does but
1: obviously he isn't a child he doesn't feel that way because he actually expresses that to her was quite an emotional
0: movie it is it's a true story sounds like one movie i wouldn't watch like it seems like a very wholesome thing but i'm not about them wholesome movies
1: because there's a i can't remember what movie it is but there's one where um i think it's paul you know the alien film Yes, um, the Simon agent. Pegg. The agent in it is called Lorenzo, and then his last name is Zoils. Anyway, Lorenzo Zoils. I don't know why that's a joke in that film, but anyway, I was like, it's a very random <laughs> joke for there to be. I was like, <laughs> I remember watching it, and being like, what the fuck? Anyway, it still, it still catches me off guard when um, a million D- ways to die in the West, when he's in a scene with a bunch of Native American Indians, and he's like speaking their language, and he sneaks Mila Kunis in there. That really like, doesn't it. you always love that.
0: You I do just Anyway, we're going to go to these messages and then we'll be back with TikTok Spotlight. It's time to squash the beef and settle the debate. Football beef, that is.
1: From debating whether David Beckham is overrated to deciding whether Roberto Firmino really is a formidable Premier League striker, we're grounding out that 100% beef that fans have been grilling each other over for way too long.
0: Each episode features around one player, so all the issues can be chewed out and a solution spat out. Football beef has all this sizzle sizzle so subscribe now and we're back and now
1: it's time for tiktok spotlight kaylee what tiktok do you want us to watch this week Okay, so I feel like this is a pretty old concept, but um, I recently seen another video from this channel and I sent it to Laura because I just, it's always really, really clever. So essentially, it's a girl on I think a boyfriend filmed her. Sounds a bit dodge. Um, but basically, she does a repression of an NPC, so a non playable character. So if you've ever played anything like GTA, grand theft Auto, anything like that or like red dead redemption she basically just moves like like a character would and she has a very sort of like non-expression on her face and she just moves in a way that you just would expect that sort of character to, to move not like a person it's just very interesting to watch in this specific one she's at a gym but it's very it's very clever so i definitely recommend giving it a watch it's the whole rigid movements jump Janky and just definitely nailed it. Yeah,
0: it's a hundred percent when you get especially because it's like the lower end of NPCs where they like start doing weird stuff, like they don't realize they've run out of road to walk and they just continue to walk into the wall.
1: Yeah, definitely. And you're like, What
0: are you doing? Or like they keep looking away. Like, there's a few games, there's this Disney game, I can't think of the exact name, but that that went a bit viral on TikTok in 2022 because it had a few glitches. It was in like beta mode, so it's to be expected and still tested and that. But there'd be a bit where this is why this. It was an NBC, but you had to talk to Ariel to get a mission. Uh-huh. And the little Mermaid, if anyone's unfamiliar with Ariel's work. And she'd be swimming away from you and popping up in different places. And if you look, you look on the map, go to where she is now, and she won't be there. And you look at the map again, and she's miles the other side of the map because she just kept popping up and moving super quick for no reason. And they're like, how am I meant to talk to her? She won't stay still. But it's that sort of like frustration with NPCs. You're like, you're not acting normally. But this this woman does have it down to the classic. What is that NPC looking at? What is that NPC doing? They are yeah. in like human, but it's weird. So Definitely,
1: she's definitely got it nailed, like I said. And she has various other videos on the channel where she's like in Venice and places like that. It's just it's all very very clever. It's it's very sort of like trick of the mind. Like it's it's very interesting.
0: That's all. Do you reckon you could do it? Be an NPC? Definitely not. <laughs>
1: What, be an NPC? Like, what, you mean like, I like her or just... Yeah, an NPC. So basically
0: act like one and do the rigid movements or stuff like that. Do you reckon you could pull it off? I think
1: I'm one of those people where I'd like to think I was doing it and I'm not.
0: Say, Have you got any NPC stories before we end the podcast? Any fun video game stories that you're like, that was fun?
1: Playing Red Dead Redemption 2 with you.
0: (laughs) Aww. I was going to say Red Dead Redemption because I thought you might bring up the snake venom guy because I know you love that little side quest.
1: What? The one where you have to suck fucking snake venom out of his thigh?
0: Yeah, pretty much. I thought that would be your favourite NPC of all time. No, I I still like my hunting setup. Oh, yes. If you're unfamiliar with the hunting setup on Kaylee's Red Dead Redemption 2 quest, I think she's referenced it before, she basically has found a place in the map where you can go peacefully hunt sat on top of a roof in an icy lake, all iced over and just hunt deer and let the body stack. yes she, she has
1: is... to hide up from the cabins, don't get you. It's very clever. I mean, I don't agree with hunting in real life. I'm actually anti-hunting, but when it comes to like a video game, I'm all for it. Betty Pink, no one gets harmed is what she's going with. So she's fine. Exactly.
0: Anyway, we've been the Totally Buzz UK podcast. To hear us again, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. Turn your notifications on. Rate us five stars on whatever platform you are listening to us on if you enjoyed it because that helps the algorithm gets us more listens also be sure to follow us on twitter at totally buzz uk and
1: kaylee anything to plug if you would like to sponsor us please do i would appreciate
0: pound point (laughs) okay kaylee's like i'm not i'm not here to be plugged i'm here to ask for money yeah that's that's deep (laughs) and on that on that positive note good night.
1: night This podcast is brought to you by two chatterboxes and a lovable Geordie at totallybuzzed.co.uk.